Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, you're listening to Parents in Hell with... Matilda, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. And Josh Widdicombe. Josh Widdicombe. Well done. That was a nice one. That wasn't bad, I was like it? that. I think I've been quite critical recently of some of the voice notes, but I think that's because I'm tired and tetchy. I've been burning the candle at both ends, Josh, and I think it... And it I think You've been blaming it on two-year-olds. Yeah, I think it ruins my personality. I think when I'm at my... I think my face and appearance and my personality, when it's on form, it's absolutely top level. I'm smiley, I look full of beans. I'm, you I'm a wear good, your tiredness. Oh, I wear it on my face and my soul. So <laughs> when I'm... When I, <laughs> When things are good, I'm on fire. When they're bad, I'm a, I'm a tough guy to be around, Josh. You know that. Yeah, I, I don't know if you're that bad. You just go, you're just quite quiet. Maybe it's because I just operate on such an elite level of happiness when I am happy, where it's sort of almost annoying. There's highs and lows with Rob Beckett, aren't <laughs> <Yeah>. there? <laughs> yeah. There's no middle path. Oh. So apologies if I've been too harsh on your kids. Like anything, the problem's me, not your, your, not exactly. your children. Dear Rob and Josh, this is my two-year-old daughter, Matilda. Listening to you talk about other people's Shit choice name. of names. I'm sorry, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I like that name, actually. Just did it for a bit of fun. Well, interesting. Uh, listening to tell uh, you talk about other people's choice of names, Davis and Wolfgang, has reminded me yeah. of when we called my mother-in-law to tell her she had a new granddaughter. You can imagine the excitement telling the first person the news. When we told her Matilda's name, she replied... You've not. Oh, I, I like Matilda. And when we laughed at her response, she said, oh, good, you're joking. Oh, no. That's bad, since, isn't it? Since then, she tells us she has now got used to Matilda's name, but frequently, said, frequently <laughs> says there's no accounting for taste in names. Yeah, but you, used to is not a nice word. No. Got, I've actually now, uh, you know, she's been around while. I love the name. It's a beautiful name. Getting used to it is a bit like someone who's seven years into a 15-year prison sentence. Where they go, yeah, I'm used to it now. You know, I can't remember what it was like before. Thanks to your podcast, it regularly makes me laugh out loud. Cat, originally from Southampton, currently in Hebden Bridge. Oh, and Hebden John Bridge. John used to live, didn't he? Yes. Uh, question, Rob. Yeah, go on. I, I need to tell you why I was late. Yes, why was you late? Because uh, my son had mm. stolen the mouse and hidden it. Oh, that's a good one. That is classically on brand for us, isn't it? So what was he doing in your office? So I was originally a bit late, yeah. but then uh, <laughs> then I was on time because I moved yeah. the time back. Sure. But then I couldn't log on because I could turn the computer on, time, on but the mouse... The, no, can I stop you? If what? you're late and you go, can we start at 25 past? 
I was on time for my no, late arrival. Yeah, but you're still late. That's still late. Okay. We agreed okay. at quarter past ten. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you're but still then, late. Then when it hit 20 past, 25 yeah. past, yeah. I had a bit of an issue because my computer didn't have a mouse. Yeah, that is a big issue, that is. Yeah. Um, so what happened? A bit of cheese? Well, <laughs> That's good fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a bit of fun. Really nice. <laughs> um, I had to oh. look for it. It wasn't anywhere to be seen in my office. Rose helped and Rose found it in my daughter's bedroom. Oh God, that 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 was lucky. That's next door to my office. Yeah. What happens, right? Say we've got a busy schedule. We've got like, well, we have got a busy schedule today. We're interviewing. I'd about to go laptop. Laptop which hasn't got which hasn't got as good an internet because I can plug my computer into the internet. Yeah, but say no laptop. What happens with no mouse on these computers on these desktops? I don't ones? know. It's game over, isn't it? What's what's yeah, go what? and knock next door and see if they've got a mouse. <laughs> And try and sink it. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't be able to sink it because I wouldn't have a mouse to sink it. I, ju- I just don't get why why a mouse. The wireless mouse is the most pointless wireless device because it's always going to be near the computer. I'm not checking my emails <laughs> with a mirror system from the shitter, but I've got the mouse on my lap. Like wireless headphones, I get because the thing it's playing from can be in a pocket. There's not loads of wires, but the wires straight in and out, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Anyway. anyway, Josh, there how we go. are you? How are you doing? Can we, I just we... say yeah, go on. that Rose had seen it because I asked her where it was. She said, oh, uh, someone's playing with it. She said, it was on the floor. And I was like, Pick it I up. did think, well, don't leave it on the floor of the room. No. That, it, that, it's no longer there. That's a, Let me have that. Let mummy have that. That's daddy. Daddy needs that for work. Slash talking to his mate for his work. Um, so I've got two anecdotes for you, Rob, about my week. Go on, okay. Do you want the one about parenting or the one that's um, more funny? Uh, let's do parenting first and lead to the okay. last. Well, also, okay. we should explain we spent a lot of time together this week, yeah. haven't we? Um, we can Because we were in Canterbury, Norwich and Edinburgh. The big three. The big three. Yes. So in two weeks, I've done Lapland, Helsinki, London, Dallas, Arizona, Norwich, Canterbury and Edinburgh. Yes. It's a lot Anything of places. Anything to avoid being in zone five. <laughs> so. Um, Go on. I had a bit of a nightmare with the uh, play scheme. Uh, the play scheme is the thing at school where the kids can go and do stuff during the holidays. You oh, so it, yeah, so they've all got... When I was a kid, it was called, like, buzz camps. Right, Where yeah, you yeah, go yeah. and then you're there when... So you're not at home during the holidays if your parents yeah. send you for a couple of days. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, we get sent the kind of the menu of the five days of activities. We choose Wednesday and Thursday. Right. So she, she's just doing two out of the five. Nice. Two out of the Gives five. Gives you a break. With, with her mate. Done. With her with mate. Her. Perfect. Yeah. So it's fine. Tuesday evening, I get back from Norwich, I think. Yeah. Uh, or Can- no, Canterbury. Canterbury. Uh, about, yeah. about midnight. Sure. And I think, do you know what? I haven't really received much, any update or confirmation on that science museum trip she's going on tomorrow. I then check my emails. And um, it's, you know, there's an outbox on your iPhone emails. The outbox, yes. Yeah, I don't know why you need an outbox, but there's an outbox. The email had been sat in the outbox for two weeks, not flying to the people, to the school. So you didn't press send, you pressed no, go to the outbox. No, I did press outbox. send. I pressed okay, send. Right. I pressed send. <laughs> right, calm down, mate. I must I'm have not been, Steve I, Jobs, calm down. Uh-huh. I, pre- <laughs> I, I, I must have been underground or something when I press send and then it right. went in the outbox and they never sent. So you never signed her up to the trip? I never signed I got back at midnight, Rob, and yeah. I was panicking at this point. <laughs> I had a bit of panic. I, like, I think panicking Josh is my favourite. There's two types of... There's panic Josh where you go quiet and you click your hands and get all itchy. Yeah. And then there's also excited Josh where you speak really loud. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> was in that cafe in Edinburgh working on the show and we was getting excited because the show was coming together. He's going, yeah, and then that bit will show photos. And then like, there's people trying to eat egg and sausage going, what the fuck's that bloke doing in the corner? <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm excited That's about great. pleasing thousands of people in a theatre. <laughs> well, 800 in Edinburgh. Yeah. But, um, and theatre's a big <laughs> word. <Hundreds>. Tens. <laughs> Tens of people left happy. Yeah. So uh, I got in. Yeah. I was like, this is too... I can't, I can't keep this kind of stress to myself. Would you do Instagram Live? <laughs> I woke up Rose to tell why? her. Why? I don't know why. No, that is such a stupid... There's oh. nothing she can do. You're no. in charge of it. You fucked up. There's nothing up. I can do. Except, well, yeah, you is. Share not the wake pain. up your wife. Don't share the pain at midnight. She's not... There's nothing... She, she's just, just not, you're adding to your problems. I didn't... So I walked into the room and she did wake. So I thought I might as well tell her. You I didn't pounded, specifically go and... in. Yeah, I didn't pound in. You had, you had, how do you go in in the night? Because I have to sneak in a lot in the night when Lucy's oh, sleep. Want, I don't want to know about this, Rob. She listens to the podcast, Rob. Be careful. <laughs> no, so how do, you, how do you do it? So it's dark, right? Are you yeah. flashlight on or the screen light on? No, I'm not a minor. No, but, uh, no, but on your phone, not an actual oh, helmet. Oh, right. Um, Canary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do. So also I've got a pint of water, which obviously isn't helpful. No. I go in in the dark. Yep. And we've got an ensuite. Nice. So I attempt, I just hope there's nothing on the floor. And I get the light to turn on the light in the ensuite bathroom. Like nighttime nightmare. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I go round the chest of drawers to the bathroom, turn that on, and then, uh, then I'm in the clear. But you shut the door, turn the light on, and do what you need to do. No, I don't shut the door and turn the light on. The light switch is outside the bathroom. So you have to turn it on and quickly shut the door so it don't yeah. fill the room with light. Okay. Well, yeah. no, I don't really do that. But yeah, so I, I do, should do that. Chat to yeah. her about emails. No, chat to her about my email outbox situation. And what did she say? Fuck off? She wasn't happy. No. <laughs> of course she would. Understandably so. So then the next morning. I bet you just go to bed, Josh will ring in the morning. Is that what she said? Uh, Yeah. Well, no, I said that because I'd already come up with that solution. So I don't I even know why I, I don't know why I'd woken her. I'll just have to ring them in the morning. So I rang them in the morning. Yep. They'd already bought the science uh, museum tickets. Oh. No, no go. And yeah, as we no know about that, go. always a sellout every day of the year. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No chance to buy one it's on the door. Standing room only. <laughs> um, Maybe there's a towel outside ticket. <laughs> Mine's selling tickets. Science Museum. 20th of Feb. Search music. I said I'll offer twice face value for one of them. <laughs> He's on StubHub, 500 quid, like a Newcastle fan trying to get to Wembley. So we told our daughter. She won't go in. She didn't give a shit. Oh, that's good. To be honest, we were more concerned than she was. Yep, always the way. Yeah. I've got to go and drop my son at nursery, which is uh, next to the school. Get Drop him at nursery. And then we get a text from the our friends whose daughter was going to the science museum with our daughter. Yep. And they say our son, who was also on the trip, is ill. There's a, there's a space going. Now, do you think he was ill, or their daughter kicked off and said, "I don't want to go without my friend," and then they just went, "Buddy, you're taking one for the team." No, I do think he was ill. No, no, because I know what happened. She got to school. She was quite nervous about going to the science museum because her brother wasn't going. When they oh. arrived at school. Her mum said, don't worry, uh, your best friend's going. They got there. The school said, she's not going either. And so she burst into tears. 
And so that that point, I had a real, I had a real moral disaster on my hands. Because your daughter fault. didn't want to go. No, now. my daughter. No, my daughter was fine to go or not go. She yeah. was. She your, was totally into one of the most chilled people I've ever met. She's not. So her energy, isn't she? Not last night. She was in the mood for two hours. What about? Because um, her tooth came out. Yeah. Her first tooth came out when she was staying at Rose's mum's. Yep. Which was very exciting. They lost it. Well, they didn't lose oh. it. They didn't find it. It's just gone. Yeah. I just swallowed fine. it. She swallowed it, probably. I didn't want to say that to her. Um, <laughs> it's probably in your stomach right now, yeah, actually. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't bring that up. So just sleep with your mouth open. Tooth fairy can climb in. She's writing a letter to the tooth fairy. Um, <laughs> but so she wanted to tell us. But then Rose's mum came in and said... Oh, she's got a secret to tell you. And she got all nervous about it and it all went wrong. Because oh, there was too she, much pressure. And she yeah. got embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Anyway, sure. so she was, she was quite chill. Well, she prefers school to home. She said this to us. She said, <laughs> nice to hear, um, isn't it? <laughs> she said, it's fun at home, but it's more fun at school. That that's is fair, though. That's, that's what you want, though, isn't life. it? Yeah, exactly. You'd take that, wouldn't you? Some people are having to make their kids go to school. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm already going through the teenage years now already where she's kind of she's <laughs> putting a bit of distance you in already. A, a confident kid that sort of fucks you off. Because if you don't, yeah. you're lumbered with them till about 36 and they're like, oh no, I always have to go to my mum's for Sunday lunch. Fuck off, you loser. Make your own. <laughs> grow up. Stand on your own two feet. Because your mum and dad ain't going to be around forever. Now fucking deal with it now or deal with it then. So yeah, so that's what, yeah, I don't think we're looking at that. I don't think we're looking at that. Maybe with our son, but not with her. <laughs> yeah, okay. So anyway, it's at this point, it's 9.25 when we get the text. Then we're meant yeah. to arrive at 9.30. Oh, the yeah, school she's is 20 minutes from Yeah, because you think she's at home for the day. Yeah. Because yeah. of the outbox. Um, but I phone the school, they say, the bus sets off at 10. So if you can make it before 10... Yeah. So is your son still in nursery? Like he doesn't have half terms, does he? They he's don't just have in half terms. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, that, that's the diff- that's what me and Lou found out when the second one starts school. Oh, your your life had been doubles. There's so many things going on: taekwondo, school trips, packed lunch, well booked day, stripy tights. Exactly. Exactly, so mate. At least you've got that bit of chill for the moment, and then you know. This, it doesn't feel like that because it was one of us. Twenty five past nine, and the, how fast is school away? 20 minutes. Of course you do. Can't do us. No, can't she's make a decision on your own. She's at home. So she's at home with our daughter. Oh, where are you? I'm at the school, aren't I? Because I've just dropped oh. my son at nursery. So they've told you and said, hey, there's actually yeah. a space now and you're yeah. at the school. Okay, I'm, I'm basically at the school. See, so ring Rose. What? Ring Rose. Can you get her here in time? No, the answer is 20 minutes away. <laughs> well, my daughter can't decide. My oh. daughter, absolutely petrified by this huge decision, I think doesn't want to tell us that she'd rather go to school than spend the day with us. So oh, really? Okay. Eventually, I make the call myself. I say, she's coming. Get her in. It's worrying if you're the strong decision maker in the group. What do you mean by that? Because you're a bit flip-flappy, aren't you, sometimes? Oh, my God. I don't think that's unfair. I think that's very unfair. <laughs> you didn't like that, did you? Well, I think I may. Well, no, I think- look, Josh, can I just say, look, I don't want to upset you, but considering that your email's in an outbox and you thought you'd wake someone up from sleep to try and sort out what was going on. Exactly. I'm a strong the- decision maker. Not many people would have the guts to wake <laughs> someone up from sleep. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like Liz Truss and Quasi Quarting. Yeah, exactly. You'll make the tough calls. If you think it's right, you will do it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I was doing enough. it for the country. And so it you made the call. if it wasn't for the <laughs> left-wing establishment. <laughs> Those bastards at the Science Museum selling out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm dispatched to the local Tesco to create a um, pat lunch. lunch. Yep. 
And is Rose getting her ready then or getting her to the Rose school? Rose bring her in, yeah. So you're going to um, meet her at the school with the pat lunch? Meet her at the school with the pat lunch. Okay, right. Oh, God, it is, this is stressful. This feels yeah, like a proper very challenge. very stressful. So what time's the school, what time are they departing for the school? Ten. Ten, right. You have got a bit of time, but it's tight. Yeah. It's about, about by the time decision's made as well. It's 11, it's 9.35. So right, you've got 25 minutes to get the kid dressed, coat on, shoes on, in the car or a bus or wherever you get in their yeah. taxi to the school. You're getting the packed lunch. Have you got a bag yeah. to put it in a packed lunchbox? Uh, no, they're going to provide one. So I get her a gingerbread man. Yep. Obviously, I'm in Tesco. It's impossible to buy single single hula hoop bags. So I have yep. to buy a pack of six. So you've got six to, packs of hula hoops. Yep, sure. Yep. Four yogurts. <laughs> And yeah. <laughs> luckily, they've got those. You know, when you think, who the who the fuck's buying a plain cheese sandwich? Tell you who is <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, you know, no mayo, no butter, <laughs> just cheese and bread. Yeah, exactly. Job done. Bang. Get to the school. Say to the woman on reception, "Do you want five packs of hula hoops and three yogurts? Surely you've got something to do with them." Does she want them? Yeah, she took them. Yeah, did and she? There we go. Yeah. There we go. And she made it just in time. Good for the work. Science That's some excellent parenting, Josh. Yeah, although if only the email had sent. If only the email had sent, or I'd noticed six hours earlier. High five, little high five with Rose. Was it like a bit of celebration? Yeah. We were quite pleased with ourselves, yeah. Yeah, oh, well done. Should I tell you my absolute disaster? What was that? It happened when I left you yesterday, Rob. So I had to get an earlier plane home, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, so we were in Edinburgh. Um, oh, can I tell you something that happened in Edinburgh before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we met a couple of our, my friends from Newcastle came yeah. up, Michael and Elise. How late couple. did you stay up? So after Lovely you, about another, another 20 minutes. So I had oh, yeah. two pints of lager, but I've not really been drinking much recently because apart from eating badly when I was away last week, I'm sort of trying to still get on the... Gary Barlow get ripped, which is sort of really kicking off this week. Um, and uh, and uh, I had two pints of lager, and it was quite confusing. It was in that hotel, the Devere one, where they don't have room numbers. They Devan, have, yeah. Devan. Devan, sorry. They don't have room numbers. They have wine names. Is that what those are? So it's like Paul Roger, Cristal, right, yeah. Sauvignon Blanc, all these different names of wine. But yeah. then it's impossible because how do you know what, what floor you're on? Yeah, yeah, of course. Or what's next to what? Because it's exactly, not alphabetical yeah, either. Yeah, it's an yeah, absolute. Exactly. So we struggled to find it when we checked in. I had two pints and I think they went straight to my head because I didn't eat dinner. And yeah. I was the most pissed I've ever been for about 90 seconds. And I got <laughs> lost in the hotel oh, to the point where I was stumbling against the walls. At one point, I stumbled oh my God, and hit two some... points. Yeah. But then, but like, it was sort of like really pissed for 90 seconds and I got myself together. And I was stumbling through the corridor to the point where I fell on someone's wall twice and they went, what? fuck off. Through the no. wall at me. Yeah. And then I was like, no, don't. And I was slowly getting back and there was a really good boxing on that night. Lee Wood versus Maurizio Lara. And I thought, this is brilliant. I've not found out the score, the score, the result. The result. Yeah. I'll go up to the room and I can watch that now, pissed and probably eat crisps from the minibar. Because that's yeah. what Gary Barlow does, I imagine, yeah, when he's exactly. on his fitness yeah, regime. Yeah. Yeah. And um, as I and actually, as he told me to fuck off, I went on my Instagram out of addiction and yeah. um, just sort of came result. up, the, the knockout came up. Lee Wood lost. Oh, Seventh round no. knockout. Oh, that no. ruined it for Poor me. Lee but yeah, was. I was absolutely battered and I got lost for ages That's in the hotel. Mad. It's weird, isn't it? But like yeah. but then I was like, oh, I'm all right now. But it was like, you were fine when I left you yeah. with your pint. I mean, if you want to feel less of a lightweight, mm. I had one non-alcoholic beer and I didn't even finish it, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I know. You was excited about how many low calories it was. Twelve calories. Twelve calories for low cal lager. Yeah. Um, sorry, anyway. so going. So you left me. You left the hotel at six a.m., didn't you? Yesterday? I had to get up at half five. 
half Get in the car at six. Fuck yeah. it now. Let's get this early playing because the <laughs> yeah. trains weren't working. Yeah. Um, I got into the airport fine. Yep. Yeah. Then I was walking along, walked into the lounge, Rob. Yeah. And I was like, something's going on here. Mm. I, uh, I can't pull my suitcase along. Yeah. My, my suitcase seems to be stuck. And <laughs> I looked down. I'm going to send you a photo. Have you ever had... I don't know anyone who's had this happen. Okay. I'm sure someone has. <laughs> oh, I farted. <laughs> so basically, let me explain because this is annoying for the listener. So there's a photo of Josh's wheelie you know, hand luggage Super. suitcase yeah. with a classic pair of white Converse and where he's not tied his shoelace up, the shoelace has got wrapped around. It's fed the, in. It's, it's fed into the wheel. <laughs> and to a point, it looks like, it looks like a knot on a yacht. You know, yeah, like them sort of sailors. so far, Rob. <laughs> and so my suitcase was stuck to my foot as I was walking along. <laughs> And I was quite a long way from a seat at this point. Yeah. And so I couldn't pull my suitcase. So oh, that's I had such to, a funny photo, Josh. Yeah, I had to take it off the <laughs> ground. Yeah. And I had to, then, like, swing my suitcase in time with my foot as I walked. <laughs> Is that, that's the bloke from Last Leg. Yeah. <laughs> so I was having to tie my suitcase to go along with my leg because yeah. it was about... I could only go about two inches from my foot at all times. Yeah. And then I sit down and I take my shoe off. And honestly, it was totally stuck. I didn't know what to so do. What, did you cut it off? No, I, it took me ages. And then I basically realised I just had to wheel it the other way. Oh, to unfeed it. To unfeed it. So right. I had to basically wheel out my wheel my shoe out of my suitcase. So did you go backwards all the way through security into the check-in desk? <laughs> yeah, I missed my flight. <laughs> you ended back in your hotel room. But, yeah, but with my shoe on. <laughs> oh, that is... Did, have you ever heard about... Have I told you what happened to Romesh when he got really pissed once after a gig? No. He got really pissed um, and, he went in, and he went back to the hotel room. <laughs> And he sat there and he had a subway. He was trying to eat his subway. Mm. And then he couldn't get his shoes off because his shoelace was so tight. Yeah. And he was so drunk, he couldn't do it. So in the end, he just got his key and cut the lace. <laughs> and just sat there on the end of a bed eating the subway, cutting his lace. <laughs> oh, that's a great that's a great one, Josh. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that go. picture. Yeah, yeah stick, so there we go. Stick that on Instagram. We'll stick that on Instagram. Um, oh, how's your week been, Rob? Well, uh, yeah, busy. So when we was away on Friday, so Friday, we went up to Edinburgh Saturday, but on Friday I was half half term and my daughter um, had her first ever sleepover. Oh. So it was a bit like, it was. she was just going on a play date around her friends. And then... Oh, um, so she, it was her first ever sleepover out rather than having people over. Oh yeah, out. So she was out as well. So basically she was, she was having a play date at her friends. And then our friend said, oh, um, would she like to stay over tonight? Oh, so it was an impromptu sleepover. Impromptu, right? And, I, and um, we, uh, they said, we haven't asked her yet. Just wanted to see if you were happy with it. Okay. If you feel she'd be okay. And I was like, me and Lou were like, oh God, well, we knew she'd have to have it at some point. But it's like, and I I was very nervous. And Lou was as well, like staying overnight at other places. Right, and I think yeah. you think, oh, I hope she's not like me. But I'm like, no, just be separate. This has nothing to do with you. 
disengaged that ego. She's a totally different independent person that's had a yeah. different upbringing and lifestyle. She might be fine. Let her live it before you say, are you sure you're going to be okay? Don't yeah. put those insecurities of your own onto yeah, them. Totally. So how did it go? So she said, will it be okay? And I said, basically I was back home because I had a great day. Basically the skip was supposed to be, I'm getting a skip, right, Josh? Yeah. To clear out the garage and stuff. It was supposed to be delivered on Friday. Yeah. My daughter was at a play date and the youngest one was on a play date with Lou. Lou had gone because she went, went to his play date and I was supposed to be doing the skip. Yeah. I drop them all off about 10, 11, get home, get a message from the skip company. It's not coming today. It's coming Saturday. Oh my God. Do you oh, know what I did? I just what? went to bed. What went back to bed? I just got into bed at 11 a.m. for two hours. Oh my god! And it was—I felt—I felt like I was committing a crime. Oh, and I just my lay there. Word. Oh yeah, because it's half term, so they've just both gone out to play. They've just gone out to play. Did you look at your phone, or are you just staring into the abyss? A, a lot of abyss. Yeah. And then I thought, no, I should get some sleep. Stop thinking. <laughs> yeah. So and, uh, anyway, so I got some sleep, and I woke up to that message, and I was like, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Let, oh, let me double check with Lou that they're not going anywhere tomorrow morning because I know what I'm up and out. Sorry, what time did they ask you? Uh, 1.40 in the afternoon. Oh, right, okay. Because um, I'd, I'd presumed it was later in the afternoon. You still had a good old sleep there, though. Oh, lovely little snooze me, catching right up. Um, and um, I'd just been burning the candle at both ends. This yeah. Too much work, too much fun. Um, and anyway, so I was like, let me double check with Lou in case Lou is, is going anywhere or doing anything first thing tomorrow. Like, you know. And she went, okay, cool, let us know. Anyway, I can't get through to Lou. The play date she's at, there is no signal. Okay, so you know, what are they doing, caving? Well, no, it's just I think someone's out. I don't. Know, some right, places yeah. around here haven't got very good signal. Anyway, yeah. no zero signal, nothing. And then all of a sudden, I get a message: "Hi, Rob, it's Lou. Can you ask um, the parent of where my daughter is yeah. at what time she wants to be picked up? I've got no signal here. I'm stood on a bench with my arm in the air. Well, that never works. And I'm just thinking, you're at someone's house. Get on the Wi-Fi, you fucking moron. <laughs> Did you reply that? No. I was livid. I was like, how can a grown adult be in someone's home? But the thing is, it's not because of the moron. Would it because she's too polite yes. to say? Yes, that's exactly what it is. And I, I just, because I'm a Becky, I don't compute that. Yeah. I just think, but I thought, no, she obviously has thought that. Because I'm trying to be more grown up in her. I'd being say, too though, to judge. I, I'd say, yeah. there's got to come a point when... It's easier to ask for the Wi-Fi than stand in someone's garden on a bench with your arm in the air. Uh, exactly. But Lou, wouldn't, Lou was like, oh, okay, I'll do that then. Rather than go, oh, actually, can I get your Wi-Fi? And then I could just WhatsApp call him. Yeah. And then we get yeah. this get this solved. Um, anyway, so I couldn't hear from her. So I was like, oh, I don't know what. So anyway, I didn't hear from Lou at all. I had to ring about three parents to get the number of the person's house she was at. And then oh, in the end, I went, do you know what? I'm just going to take this decision. I said, yeah, yeah. she'll love yeah. the sleepover. Thank you very much. Let me know what I need to bring. And then she went, cool, will do. I, went, I, I know I said, let me know if there's anything that she wants, because I thought yeah. she might want a teddy if she, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, the mum of the other daughter said, uh, the other child said, can she go swimming? My kids have got a lesson. We can go in with her for half an hour while the others are having their lesson and they can all swim together. I was like, yeah, of yeah. course, no worries. So now I've got to try and find the swimming stuff. That's why I need to ring Lou, because I don't know where the swimming stuff yeah, is. Our house is a state because we're in the middle of moving and packing. Yeah. Anyway, this is, get, so four things my daughter asked for. This was a rider for the sleepover. She's seven yeah. years of age. What do you think she asked for? Hairbrush. No. No, nothing practical either. Nothing I did, practical. I did all that. This nothing is practical. This is difficult. Because not your child. Uh, Barbie dream house. No, it wasn't Barbie dream house. She wanted a, I'll give you one though, a, a, her cheetah teddy. It's one of her right, teddies she sleeps in. Yeah, so you got good. that a toy. That was a toy. Pajamas? Um, no, nothing practical at all. Oh, sorry. Um, apart from um, her, her unicorn sleeping bag. Oh, that's not unpractical. No. Um, and then the other ones were her iPad, 
It's fair. Oh, God, yeah. And then a book about hamsters. What? Uh, what? That we don't even own. That you don't own? Just a general book about <laughs> yeah. hamsters? Like, like, I was going to go shopping for a like, blue m did, did the other people have a hamster? Um, I think they've been talking about hamsters at school. They're quite right. excited about hamsters, and she used to have a hamster. She wanted a book about hamsters. Um, so I got the other three. So you got for three her, out of four. Yeah, and then I couldn't find any goggles, but then the other parent had the goggles, so it's fine. So I dropped. So I went. I went there to go like and drop all the stuff off, and then I got there, and the door opened. I went, "Oh, hello!" She literally grabbed the iPad out of my bag that I had and ran away, and then I just handed <laughs> the sleeping bag on. See you tomorrow. <laughs> So she was, Amazing. she absolutely loved it. And then so your it evening, you just have one child there. One child, and then, but she found it a little bit like she yeah, missed bit, her sister. That, yeah, was, that was more of the thing I didn't think about. She, we had to lay with her upstairs a little bit because she's so used to two people being upstairs when she goes to bed. Oh, I tell you what, Rob, mm-hmm. this, that's a future that I hadn't really thought about. Is that when your slightly older daughter starts socialising more? Yeah, going to the pubs. slightly younger daughter's going to struggle with that, isn't she? Or yes. she's going to be going to the pub at 14 while the other's 16. I Well, she's quite tall, my youngest, so I think she'll be able yeah. to get in on her ID. I think right, that's what's yeah, going to yeah, happen. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. she's quite pally of her, her the older friends as well already. Oh, so well, we'll see. We we'll see. That's a success, though. And was, did she enjoy it? Absolutely loved it. Really loved it. Yes. Um, really enjoyed it. So that was all good. Um, and it's quite fun as well. I took him on a little... Uh, dad, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast. I'm on a daddy's day because I've been away a lot. So I just yeah. took him out for the day. And then she woke me up at six in the morning. And she stood in front of me. Did that thing where, you know, like in films where you sort of put your fing- interlock your fingers and bend them back like you can lift some weights? You know, that yeah. sort of stretch it out. Yeah, that. She, did, she did that, clapped her hands together and go, right, dad, daddy day today. You better be on your A game because you've been away at work. <laughs> <laughs> Where's she funny. got that from? I don't know. It's mental, isn't it? It's funny. But then oh. I took them to the park on a on a on the daddy day, and yeah. um, they, I did bike riding with them. But it was a nightmare. Okay, so this is a problem, Josh, that you're going to face. Yeah, teaching them to ride a bike. The seven-year-old now can ride a bike. She can start herself, stop herself. If I put her in the park on the bike, she will just go around the park. Okay, at quite yeah. a speed. The five-year-old, good, but she needs a push to get going. And she yeah. won't go super far. Whenever she gets a bit near another person or a wobbly bit of ground, yeah. she'll stop and then I'll need to go to her to start her again, which is, you know, great. She's yeah. only five. She's doing really well. But the problem there is I've got one one side of the park stopping every 20 yards and another one about a mile yeah. away. Yeah, that's not ideal. And, it's, and I was the... like, this is actually quite dangerous. Like, I don't want to be like the, that sort of this like... This morning over... when we were walking down to school, yeah, two, the two sisters of one of my daughter's friends appeared around the corner on their bikes and biked past. And I was like, where's the third sister? <laughs> and then a good 30 seconds later, the third sister, who's much younger, comes round with her stabilisers on with the mum. And you're yeah. like... This, this, the this is not... This, like, the kids that can just ride off. So can I tell you what I'm thinking about doing, about teaching my daughter to ride a bike? Go on. Because she's, she's, t- she's learning. T- you need to teach her around now, really, don't you? Because yeah, she's really, su- she's coming into spring, fast. summer. She's just not that fast. But this is what I'm thinking of doing. My yeah. friend did this. I can't believe this is true. But I thought it's quite a good challenge to set myself for the podcast. Yeah. There's a YouTube video that yeah. my friend watched, which is in real time, you can teach your child to ride a bike in 12 minutes. No, it depends on the child, mate. And the bike. <laughs> so it's a different technique to 
What's Everybody, the technique? I think it's something about well, having my a seat. technique was push them out for the best. Yeah, so it's not that. I would suggest start them on a slight downward slope. Well, I'm going to watch the YouTube video, but I'm going to try and teach my daughter to learn the bike in 12, in 12 minutes. minutes just to idea. see what it's like, whether I can do it. Has anyone else tried this? Is it complete bullshit? Because my friend said it worked for her. It, it just did the, the technique. Absolutely. They were riding within 12 minutes. 12 minutes, surely well, what I, not. What I would suggest, I don't know if it's part of the 12-minute technique, but get, they're called hand sonic bike training handle thing. So what you do is you, you bolt it into the back wheel. I haven't got time and, for that. That's, that's already six <laughs> minutes gone. But because what my main problem was my back. If you're yeah. hunched low, holding them or holding their seat, but this thing clicks onto the back wheel and then you can, it's almost pushing it like a, a buggy and you're just holding it to let them get going and then you can let go and eventually you'll take it off. But I, I would I'm recommend that because my back that went. Once my 12 minute thing has failed. Sure. But my back's not going to, even my back can last 12 minutes. But if anyone, <laughs> all right, player. <laughs> <laughs> Only problem is your neck only lasts five minutes. Yeah. Should we talk about how on rock and roll the tour is, Rob? We discussed oh my that. god, it's embarrassing. It's, it's absolutely so embarrassing. hilarious. So we we've stayed away. So we did three nights away, and then Canterbury and Norwich. We came back the same night, and then we stayed over in Edinburgh. So four nights away so far on the preview show on the work in progress tours. Also, yeah. thank you so much for coming to the work in oh, progress. Yeah, they've been brilliant. Apart from Barnard Fun. Castle, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> um, it's, it's really helped, and I hope you've enjoyed yeah. yourself. And the show's really coming together now and the show's really fun and good we're really happy with it yeah um we, there's a few things we need to cover that it's exposed about us number one i'm gonna go yeah. through them go on we're not rock and roll at all no so we've stayed in four different four hotels four nights in four hotels and apart from edinburgh because we had friends every yeah. single night we've got back to reception and some, and gone see ya and just walked immediately <laughs> to our room separately like not even a sniff of Fancy a quick no. drink? Or shall no. we have a drink? Like, and no. even, and even Two was, dads, desperate, yeah. desperate to be on their own in and a bed. And even in Edinburgh, like, I wanted to catch up my friends, but you were only being polite, really. Really, deep down. They were very nice, thank Lovely God. Lovely people, but, but you wanted to go. You had half yeah. a sip of your drink, and then you fucked off to bed, quite rightly. I would have done the, the same. Day. Match of the day you had on, lovely time. Um, but yeah, we we there's no part of us. Imagine going for a drink that wasn't in the hotel that was directly below oh our bedroom. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just I can't even club? comprehend. There's a comedian I know. He'll like to go in the busiest bar in the town and sit at the bar and talk to the locals. Yes, I and know I this. Thought, that is literally. I just, I'm so far from that. I want to go, I just want to be on my own, read my book in bed and watch Match of the Day. Is there anything wrong with that? I'm not Keith Richards. I've made my peace with it. Yeah, but there are some, some comedians do that. Like, I've heard that from some, that they'll go, right, where's the busy bar? And they'll go to yeah. the, the big centre of town, night spot, stand at the bar, get a drink and just chat to everyone that comes. Oh, I'm no. too tired. Yeah, I'm knackered, mate. I'm absolutely knackered. And these people that do like two and a half hour shows, I'm like, what? That's too long. Yeah. Nice 90 minutes, job done, see you later. Yeah, we're um, having a lovely time. So my friend said, what's it like? Do you, do you enjoy touring with Rob? And I said, oh, it's great. He's so professional. Am I and professional? That's, that's what I like about it, Rob. We I do very, the job and we go to bed. I'm There's very no... professional when it comes to gigging. It is like 
I have to give properly. I will never be drunk or if the show's tonight. Because the way I look at it is people have spent the hard-earned money. Yeah, exactly. They've got a babysitter. It's a, it's a ball late going out, especially now I've got kids. And how much fucking effort it takes to leave my house. So yeah. I, if I want someone who's just pissing about and not put the effort in, it drives me fucking loopy. But yeah, I, you're very professional as well because I think that's when it could crumble if like yeah. one of us weren't putting the effort in. But uh, It would drive I me mad. You, the thing I'm learning from you is about talking to people, Rob. So the first time, so I'm trying to talk to people less to conserve my energy for the show. Yes. So, oh, yeah. so I sit, the first time was when we were coming back from uh, Canterbury. Yeah. So, because we live in different parts of London, you had one guy driving you, I had a different guy driving yeah. me. Big up um, Alan you, and Ali. Big up Alan and Ali. And I, you were like, sit, you just sit in the back, chill out. Because I always sit in the front and feel I need to make conversation because that's who I am. Yeah. Yes, so I, was like, I used to do that, and then, but it's too tiring. If you're chatting to someone for two hours on a drive, and then you've got to do a two-hour show, you, you, you need to conserve your energy. So this was after the show. I get in, yeah. I sit in the back, and I'm like, this is the new me. I'm going to sit in the back. I'll make five minutes of polite conversation, headphones in, audiobook, yeah. lovely. Sit in the back. I'm going, this is brilliant. <laughs> and I'm like, so, uh, Ali, what's the, what other... What other um, people have you worked with on tour and he said um well the first people i worked with as i worked with blur from their first tour up to 1997 and i was like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> climbing into the front seat <laughs> yeah. what, what does damon eat before the show exactly i had to spend the whole the whole fucking journey yeah shouting from the back to get every anecdote i possibly could about blur <laughs> Also, he's in a big like people carrier yeah, thing. So you're I was miles, fucking miles away. It's like trying to talk to a bus driver. But it would have been so rude if he'd said blur and I'd gone pull over, and then I just got in the front. <laughs> Tell me everything you know. Tell me everything you know. Or just go home, record it, and I listen to it as a podcast on my <laughs> yeah, time. Exactly. But that is true because I used to think, oh, I was so obsessed with looking rude and yeah. being rude and stuff. But then also you've got to balance it up where you need to do what's best for you to be good at what what, what you do. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. like. I talk to people all the time. That's my natural thing. But when I'm tired and stretched, I have to have, after you know, having full quiet. Have to, this is part of my recovery from breakdown 2022. Yeah. That classic, uh, that classic year is talk, just spend much more time on my own in my own head. And then we got on the plane, Rob, to Edinburgh yeah. and you went to sleep. Yeah, immediately. Headphones in, hood up, off. Obviously. I have a chat the whole way to the woman who sits next to me. She's a nice lady. Lovely. Do you know what? It's part. The problem is, I'm interested in people, Rob. I mean, well, I'm the same though. But you have to hold it back, or you run out of steam for the show. Because she once she worked in fashion, and I was like, I've got so many questions. Also, you were talking about East London, and then the bit where I just put the headphones on louder was when you went, "Do they have a Gales there?" And yeah, I thought, that, "I'm well, fucking tapping out of this. That didn't show I'm it tapping out of this fucking East End shit." But it was like, "What's Stella McCartney like? What do you think of Victoria Beckham? Have you met Anna Wintour? Will Kangol what? make a comeback?" Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this is. I'm always really. What I'm really interested in is how other people's jobs work. What happened uh, to Von Dutch? <laughs> exactly. The worst, I was at a wedding and yeah. I sat next to a woman I didn't know. She said, uh, I said, what do you do? And she said, I work for Tea Pigs, you know, the tea company. Oh, yeah. 
And I was like, oh, that's an interesting job. So how does it work? And I started asking her all these really deep... So where are you getting the tea? What are your big competitors? What's your biggest selling... <laughs> and I was really genuinely interested. Yeah. And after a while, she stopped me and said, are you taking the piss? <laughs> Like, take the piss out of me because you know, why are you so interested in this? I was like, I'm just interested in the tea industry. No, no but I think we, that's what I think that's what make that's why we are comedians. We have that sort of energy to be interested about things and go, yeah. oh, that's strange, and then be funny about it and just we've like, yeah. quite a thirst of knowledge. Where Ali, who does his, loves the tour manager, does loads of running and he's really good at it. But we asked him so many questions about running, his personal best, what shoes he wears, how yeah. fast he keeps, and it, yeah. he was exhausted by at the end of the chat. <laughs> he was, he was like, like, "Fucking hell, shut up, shit. <laughs> He ran. He told me. I went. He ran from Birmingham to London. Really. Yeah, an was ultra marathon on the run or run? 120 miles. Yeah, yeah. Did a <laughs> off blur for 200 grand. <laughs> um, oh. He ran from Birmingham to London, 120 miles. Stopped every 10 miles to refuel. Right. Uh, biggest mistake. Driving so a bloody electric car. Am I right? Oh, really nice. Yeah, really a bit it. of topical. <laughs> um, he uh, he stopped what stopped at four a.m. Had a pizza. That was a mistake. His stomach was in, in bits for <laughs> a couple no of the next ten ever miles. Eating a pizza at four a.m. and it's not been a mistake. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Fucking pizza. Also, go-go. where's he sourced that as <laughs> yeah. well? At four... One, two, three chicken pizza. Some yeah. one of them ones. Those basically oh. those dr- <laughs> drug dealers that pretend to have a chicken shop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, so he had a pizza at four a.m. Yeah. It's a refuel. We always used to laugh about that. You know that Mars drink? Mars. Mars the milk. Mar, no, Mars, um, like chocolate milkshake. The yeah, Mars. Yeah. They yeah. had like refuel on it. Like, because I think it was like, it was so calorific. It was like, we can't yeah. pretend it's okay. Let's just pretend like you've been exercising. Restock those sugar levels. <laughs> <laughs> I loved them. I loved a Mars milk. Loved a Mars chocolate milk. Does anyone look better physically than before they had a kid? Right, let's not bring the mood down. There's people listening to this. (laughs) Just can't shift it, Rob. I just can't shift it. Also, we didn't even have to grow a baby. Imagine how hard it is to shift it. I've got these bits. It's like the bottom of my back, bottom flank. It's like the flanks of my back. Yeah. And they, they just over the top of the trousers, however big I buy the trousers. Yeah. You know, you should get some braces, little clown trousers. <laughs> um, yeah, but you look great, Josh. We're, too, we're both being too harsh on ourselves. Everyone, obviously, we can get a bit fitter and lose a bit of a uh, bit of weight or whatever. But I think we're doing pretty well. So don't beat yourself no, up too much. Good. You can't. Good. The yeah, abs won't make you happy, will they? But you know, having a four a.m. pizza won't either. So it's a balance. No, exactly. Somewhere it's in the middle. Rip though, in the alley. Anyway, oh, he's so ripped. Oh, his cheekbones. Um, right, let's do small business shoutouts. Yeah. Here we go. Hello, Slags. I was listening to a correspondence section the other day about a mum throwing her kids' artwork away. One of the things you mentioned would be a good idea is something my lovely wife actually started in lockdown. Oh, really good. This was about taking photos of them or digitally doing them and putting them in a book. So here, this is it. Yeah. It's called Easel Bear Books. Easel, E-A-S-E-L. The idea is that you post my wife your kids' non-shit artwork and she photographs them properly and gets them made into a lovely book to keep forever. She can also make books of birthday cards, school certificates, etc. Anything that's a parent good. Oh, that's good. The birthday cards is nice. Anything a parent wants to keep without filling the house with tons of paper. 
Your kit's artwork is safely posted back to you with your book, just in case you do want to keep it. Many customers also buy them as presents for relatives too, and they always go down well. That's a great business, because I might do that, because I've got loads now that I'm sort of just storing at my office. Um, it's Instagram, easel underscore bear underscore books. Really good. Really, really good. good. Good stuff. Keep it on the art world. Hi, Rob and Josh. We love the show so much and wanted to share with you our mission to make nursery photos better. Getting our kids to sit still, smile for the camera in front of a small backdrop can make nursery photos rather stressful and a pretty naff experience. So many nurseries have wonderful staff and setups, including outdoor spaces. Outdoor play photography encourages children to do what they do best, play. When children play, they become more relaxed and more themselves around the camera, so natural and authentic moments of joy are captured beautifully. The little smiles and facial expressions known to you that just warm your heart as a parent are always noticed when they play and just simply do their thing. As a photography business, we massively believe in the ethos of outdoor play for children's well-being and development as well as candid photos for parents. We're on a mission to change nursery photo shoots. If you're listening, please get in touch. Head to our website, outdoorplayphotography.com. Outdoorplayphotography.com for further information. Thank you so much, you sexy, beautiful beasts. Eileen. Beasts. I'm happy with that. Take it. Owner of Outdoor Play Photography and mum to a 15-month-year-old nutter. Month-year-old? Thanks for listening. Uh Two two quid in the in the swear jar. Um, right, okay, that's uh, that's good, isn't it? I'll see you uh, next time. See you Friday for a guest. A guest. Lovely. Bye. Bye. Bye.